Roshan Johnson talks about what could possibly give him the edge in the running back battle. We're going to talk about that, plus dive into the mailbag, because it's Friday, and that means this is your episode. We're going to do all that, plus more, right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You guys can follow me right off the top at CEO Hayes. But more importantly than that, you can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform. And because I haven't done the best job of promoting it, we actually do have a Discord, which the link is in the description. We also have a Facebook group. The link is also in the description for that. And on top of all of that, the links to every single Shy Town Sports Central family uh, show is down below as well. So make sure you guys go and support the fam. But let's get into it. So Roshan Johnson had an interview, and he uh, talked about what could possibly give him the edge when it comes to this running back battle. And I love to hear what he says. He says this, ultimately, from a character standpoint, I feel like you're going to get a leader at the position who's played quarterback. So it's kind of like that element of leadership that comes from a quarterback, but at the running back spot, and you normally don't get from other guys. He also went on to say this, running backs aren't necessarily trained to look at defensive like that. It's like, okay, you look at what, what, you, what front you got, where the linebackers are, and you can kind of get pigeonholed if you're not looking at the safeties and kind of just the big picture. I still look at defenses like that. We've talked heavily about the, the, the trajectory that Roshan Johnson could potentially have on the Chicago Bears team. And we, I think everybody kind of, of the, 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 the players that are on this team right now, we absolutely see a path for Roshan Johnson eventually becoming that running back one for the Chicago Bears. Now, I'm not necessarily going to say it's going to happen in year one. He got two people in front of him that ain't about to give it up to him easily. But at the end of the day, the, the Roshan Johnson's ability to read defenses is something that could be used hugely by the Chicago Bears. And that's why I do think Luke Getze would be a fool not to get creative in how he uses Roshan Johnson, even if he's not traditionally lined up as a running back one, to just get a little creative in how you use him could really add a whole nother wrinkle to the Chicago Bears offense, one that already has Weapons in Cole Komet, DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, Justin Fields, Khalil Herbert, Dante Foreman, uh, Cole Komet, Ta- Robert Tanyan. Like, we have weapons on this offensive side of the ball. And I, I, I really, it really does put more of a notice on how Luke Getze uses these guys. He needs to use them correctly. And if he does, hey, the sky's the limit really when it comes down to it. So, listen, we'll end up seeing. I love Roshan Johnson. I love his mindset. I love the fact that he's verbal. I love the fact that he can also be a leader in that locker room eventually. Yeah, as a rookie, you don't really expect that. But, like, as we go forward, as he really solidifies his role on this team and as he grows, adapts, uh, this coaching staff trusts him a little bit more and uses him a little bit more, we got, I think, a potential gem in the draft, late in the draft at that. And Roshan Johnson absolutely could end up turning into one of those diamonds in the rough for the Chicago Bears. But let me know what you guys think down below. What are your thoughts on Roshan Johnson's comments? Do you think that it does give him a little bit of an edge with how he was originally a quarterback, with how he reads defenses and how that could help him in the running game? Let me know all that down below. All right, let's go ahead and get to the mailbag for today. This first voicemail we got, this one, this one's from Fred. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? This your boy Fred, man. Shout out to Bobby and C-Dub, man, the Cognac boys, man. Hey, I, I think the Bears, man, we're going to have a bounce back year, man. I think the defense going to bounce back. Long Island Williams ain't too scared to be aggressive as a defensive coordinator. 
and he put the players in the right position. And for everybody that keep on, you know what I'm saying, talking shit about the Bears, sounds Matt Eberflus, the worst coach. Then you got an idiot uh reporter, whatever the fuck he does, calling uh cow her. I'm gonna call her, call it uh clown her because he's a clown. One minute he say the Bears going to the playoffs, then he say they gonna be trash. They're the worst team in the division. Like, come on, man. Like, make up your mind, man. Either you, either you gonna get the Bears they pop. Or you not. Don't sit here and be flip-flopping, wishy-washy, because I don't like him or I don't like Chris Seals, man. Both of them too goofy. I kind of somewhat don't like Darren Orlowski because he was bashing Justin Fields in the beginning at first. And I'm like, this is the same dude who ran in the back of the end zone for gave up a safety to uh, Jared Allen at the time when he was on Detroit. But everybody that they, that's thinking that the Bears ain't going to be nothing there, let, let them keep that same energy, though. Like I like to see Derrick Stevenson. Yeah, he gon' he gonna get picked on, but eventually he gonna bounce back and, and probably have a couple of picks. And I'm with C Dub, man. Like you said, that boy Thrill Smith might end up be taking Jalen Johnson's spot if Jalen Johnson don't you know work on his man to man coverage skills as well, though. But I think overall, as a, as a unit, as a team, though, man, I think we are gonna be all right. And I think we should add another pass rusher, you know, just to give our defense that little extra up. So it'll make the whole D-line easy. Even with them two tackles we drafted, you know, I think them boys going to be some dogs. You know, they don't get no starting spot for this season, like you said. You, you know, next season, when Jones is gone or we don't sign Phillips back, them boys going to be some monster fuzz in, in the middle. And I'm looking forward to that, though. But let me know what you think, man. Chicago up, bear down. All right, Fred gives a lot there to unpack. First, the Bears will have a bounce back year. They better goddamn well have a bounce back year. I think. When you look at everything, the growth of Justin Fields, the growth of Luke Getzey, hell, the growth of Matt Eberflus and the defense overall, the Bears have so many things pointing into, in, into the positive direction with them. DJ Moore now coming here being a huge weapon, right? The improvements on the offense and defensive line. Those things are important for the Bears to really punch above their weight this season. Then when you look at it, well, pair that with the fact of just how many close games the Chicago Bears lost last season. Some because they weren't trying to win it towards the end of the season, and some because they just didn't have the experience, the protection, Justin Fields, you know, not not trusting and, and going through his progressions. All those type of things absolutely played a part in why the Chicago Bears only won three games last season. And they have a, a potential to win way more. But potential doesn't really win anything. They have to turn that into wins on the football field, right? They have to turn that into playing well, trusting each other, executing, doing the things that are going to, to breed a winning environment. That's the coaching staff. That's the players. That's everybody in this organization needs to take that on to start winning football games. And let's hope that they do that. Now, as far as the other aspects of it, Allen Williams needs to be more aggressive. Him and Luke Getze. They don't get abstained from anything for me. Both are offense and defensive coordinators. They have to step it up. They have way more talent now than what they had last year. They have another year of kind of being, you know, being ingrained in the system, the players that were here before. It's time to make a step in the right direction. And, yes, a lot of that is on the offensive coordinators, especially because Matt Eberflus is trusting them to do their job. He's not one of those coaches that is in there trying to take over calling plays. He's letting Luke Getze do that. And if, if they're going to pay that off that trust from their head coach, Listen, and but Matt Eberflus also has to get on them as well and help their development as well. That is the job of the head coach, not just to guide your your players, right? Also, your offensive coordinators, especially when you have well now second year coordinators that are below you. All right, the national media. Listen, I, you guys know I'm very well documented on my thoughts on the national media. I don't really pay attention to. Yeah, 
I read everything, I watch everything, so I can do this show and know what's being said out there. But the doubt, me and my dad were actually talking about this yesterday. The doubt around Chicago teams consistently is disgusting, and it's noticeable. And I know, you know, I'm so zoomed in, and I'm a, a Chicago sports fan through and through, but even removing that bias, like, it's just like the Bears can make a move, and, a, and, a, and another team could make a, the same exact or similar move, and we'd get doubt towards thrown to our way towards it but at the end of the day we have to prove it on the football field and I guarantee you this if we start winning that doubt can only continue for so long so it all comes down we have to win games now as far as Terrell Smith winning that starting job listen I, I when C-Dub said that I felt like that was a huge call right um I'm not trying I'm not necessarily saying that I agree with that yet I'm not saying that that's what I think is going to happen either but what I will say is listen they drafted him for a reason and we'll see how that talent ends up getting paid off right and I mean, he's definitely going to be better than Kendall Vador. So um, as far as adding another pass rusher, I don't know if I see it or not. Like, I, I think at this point, they're going to, if they do, it's not going to be anytime soon or before the season. I could be wrong on that. We could get a deal announced tomorrow, but I just don't necessarily see it happening personally. I think they're going to really try to see what they have. Does um, Travis Gibson really bounce back with improvements on that defensive line? But if he doesn't, one thing that we do know is that Ryan Poles is not going to hesitate to make a move mid-season if it's going to help improve this football team. But all right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Therese. What up, what up, fellas? This is your boy Tyrese, man. Southside Chicago, Will, Arkansas. But anyway, man, I know we was just talking. I was just talking about playoffs or bust. Here's my take on it. I just looked at the schedule again, and I only see – Maybe three quarterbacks that we could see is better than Justin Fields. I know we could go by like the overall team may be a little bit better, but I only see three quarterbacks that we could possibly say is better than Justin Fields. That's with the Chiefs, the Chargers, maybe uh, healthy Russell Wilson, um, new that's put up. I don't see no other quarterbacks on 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 that, on that schedule that's better than him. So yes. I would have to go with the uh, playoffs or bust because I don't see another quarterback that could just outdo him outright that's on our schedule. And that's includes the Detroit Lions and Minnesota Vikings quarterback. I don't think Kirk Cousins or that little skinny, I forgot the motherfucking name for the Lions, but I don't think that they could do anything with us, with, with him, as far as quarterback duel. And then, you know, we we, we, we got what, a receiver core that's on paper that could be unstoppable if you include the running backs and Cole Commit and Bobby Tanya. So if you ask me, I think what's going to be the most key ingredient to our season is going to come down to me is coaching. That's, 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 that's just me. So if, if our – What's my man's name? Our offensive coordinator. If Luke get it right, and if Eberflu stop playing scared and take those training wheels off of Justin Fields, hey man, I can see us easily winning 10, 12 games. I really want to say more than that because that's just me as an optimistic fan. But I can see us winning at least ten to eleven games realistically. But like y'all always say, man, Chicago up, better out. Love the show. Love you guys, man. We all family, man. So salute to y'all once again. Tyrese, I'm sorry uh, for mispronouncing your name in the intro of the song. But uh, Tyrese, uh, you know, you do have some teams above us that I think are fair. When you say you say that the Bears, it's playoff or bust. I'm not necessarily ready to say that yet. I think that 
after the first month of the season, I'll be ready to say to the first four games because we're going to really see how everything is coming together for this team. But listen, at the end of the day, this team needs more wins, right? We being a three and 14 team is not going to cut it anymore. At the minimum, the Bears need eight or nine wins. Now, that's going to come through a lot, but I love what you said at the end of that. Coaching is the the key ingredient. It really is. That's what's going to separate it. How does Luke Getze really use now this improved wide receiver core, right? How does he get creative? We saw some great opening drive from Luke Getze last year. They kind of fell off and teetered off after that, right? So how all that comes together is going to be drastically important for how the Bears season progresses. But I, for one, I have a lot of hope in this Bears season. I'm not ready to say playoff or bust quite yet, but I tell you what, we need to at least be in playoff contention. I think that's what I said on that episode as well. Let's be in the running to make the playoffs at the bare minimum. At the bare minimum. And we'll see if we can get a little above that bare minimum that I have us down for. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one is for Ernesto. Hey, guys. Hope all is well. Uh, this is Ernesto from San Antonio. Um, just got a comment. Just, you know, I think we need to take a second to be thankful for having a GM who's real attentive to detail. And we all know that the cornerback is a premium position. So we can also make the argument that the nickel corner is probably a premium position as well. Not to the same degree, but the argument can be made. So with polls making these cornerback selections very early in the past two drafts, kind of gives me hope because the worst case scenario, if those corners maybe don't pan out as your top dog on one side and on the other, well, chances are he could be a, you know, a very um, well, well, well above average nickel corner, you know, have a stud at that nickel corner. This is a passing league, right, like we all say. So, yeah, I just want to say that. Yeah, just real thankful we got a GM who's willing to take a chance on some secondary guys very early on draft. So, yeah, Chicago up, bear down, baby. I have been so – it's been such a revelation to have a GM, like you said, that pays attention to detail, that has a vision, that sticks to that vision, that's not afraid to pivot when need, that's not afraid to, you know, zig when everybody thinks they should zag. Having a GM with vision helps, and he does pay attention to that detail. Like, the fit, right? For a while there, Ryan Pace just kind of did what was done, right? Ryan Poles, you really do see. You may not see it all at the moment because sometimes he makes deals that you don't necessarily see the vision for until maybe a deal or two later. But how this whole offseason went for the Chicago Bears, the, the mix of veterans and youth on both the offense and defensive lines, how that linebacking core was reshaped after, you know, trading away Roquan Smith and now bringing in a revamped linebacking core and still having somebody in the wind in Noah Sewell who's just, like, still could be a revelation for the Bears. We have talent overall on this team, and when you look at where we were when Ryan Poles took over to where we are now, especially after Ryan Poles came in and got rid of a lot of the veteran players and things like that, the the, the bad contracts, Ryan Poles got to cooking. But that, that like I always said, and like I said in the last voicemail, that cooking must end in a meal that equals getting closer to the Lombardi trophy, right? Playoff, right? It's, it's steps. I'm not saying the, the microwave society mindset I don't have, so I'm not saying that we need to be the this, this Super Bowl contending team in year two, year three, but we need to see the progression and how we're getting there year after year, and eventually it needs to culminate in us actually being a contender for something that matters. But it's, it's steps that are going to get there, but 
The NFL football is one of the places that is built to have quicker turnarounds than in a lot of sports just because of the number of positions, players on the team, draft picks and selections and things like that. You can turn it around quicker in football. But even more than trying to turn it around quick, Ryan Poles is trying to build something that's sustainable here. And that's what I love the most, right? Now, as far as the nickel corner, it's absolutely a great, uh, an important position. Um, overall on that defense, I don't think the cornerback, the secondary is overall. And we're building a secondary full of dogs, right? That's what I see there, a secondary full of dogs. And when you have a secondary of dogs that hit hard, get to the football, you know, play well. Man, listen, that, that, that's going to push you above and, and, and push you above your weight as well. So really looking forward to that from the Chicago Bears. Looking forward to everything. I'm just so excited for this season, so excited for the growth, so excited for the development. I just love this team and this, this organization and culture that we're now building in Chicago after so many years of struggling. So really looking forward to all of that. Let me know your guys' thoughts down below. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one is from Mike. Yo, Hayes and the Cognac Boys. It's your boy Mike from Pennsylvania calling in to say, yo, um, I just wanted to comment on the Bayless Jones scenario. Um, I love the kid. I hope he does well this year, but, and I agree with everything you guys said. Um, a quote from Marv Levy says, Marv said, yo, I don't expect anything from a rookie. But year two, I better see production. And that's what we're basically saying. Yo, he was a rook last year, and, you know, he made some mistakes and struggled. And, you know, I'm sure he's working his tail off to, to get up to get up to par. But anyway, um, that's my thoughts. And uh, you guys have a great day. Looking forward to the next episode. You got to go up, bear down, and old school. Ah, Later, boys. Bellis Jones, man, here's what I'll say. Uh, great saying that you said there. Um, and, you know, we'll see what Bellis brings in his second year. I'm not – here's what I'm, – I'm pessimistic. I'm not completely down, right? I'm not like I am on Kendall Vador and Bellis Jones. I'm not like that. But I do think with the improvements that we've made in our wide receiver core, Bellis has to make his impact first probably felt on special teams. And then they're going to use him. There's going to be opportunities for him to be used in certain situations on the offense. He's going to have to make sure he makes the most of every opportunity he gets in both training camp, preseason, and during the season. Vellis has to do that. And, you know, here's what I'll say. Vellis, that quickness, that is game-changing speed that he does have. But he, the, way that, the only way that he can use it is by, guess what, holding on to the football. So if he can do that and, and stop that, I know we gave him the moniker Dropsy Jones, but once he proves that he can do those other things, I have no doubt that the game, that the that that speed and, and, and quickness and things like that is really going to help this team. So let's see, man. Let's see what Vellis brings in that second year. I think it's going to be important for the Bears, and it's going to be important for him, especially coming in as an older rookie as well. It's important that he has a really solid second season as well. Let me know what you guys think. All right, let's get into the last voicemail for the day. This one is from Book. Yo, 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 Hayes, what's up? This Book, King Booker World, man. Blessings to you and yours. Got another one of these lists, man. They, um, I guess, I don't know who it was, but they ranked the top tight ends. And uh, and then uh, White Rhino didn't even crack the top 15. They had Taysom Hill over him, which is just laughable. After I read that, I didn't even see the rest of the list. So I don't even know where they put uh, Komet, but he wasn't top 15. Hey, it's just another one. Another, like I keep saying, receipts, we just going to keep keeping them. And the more that these Bears improve, man, the more ammunition I got to unload on these fools 
in the media. They keep on talking about the team, man, and keep on trying to, like, just degrade them, man. But I like I like how ain't nobody really saying nothing on the Bears. They're just kind of quiet right now. They only speak when they need to speak. Like I said before, the quiet before the storm. You know what's coming. And uh, I just wanted to tell you, man, have a good weekend. Oh, also, man, I love the fact that everybody is saying uh, shot town up, Chicago up, bear down, man. I love it, man. That, 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 that. Put that put a smile on my face every time I hear it, man. You should throw that on the shirt, man. Get you some extra coin. You know what I'm saying? But um, anyway, that town up, bear down. Have a great weekend, man. All right, Booker always leaves the great voicemails. Cole Komet, not a top 15 tight end. Keep doubting us if you want. Cole Komet, if I'm not mistaken, even the season prior to last season, he was like one of the leaders in in yardage per reception. For tight ends. Then on top of that, he had a, a really great season last year, which he got to the end zone finally. Listen, you can keep doubting. I like I said, I love the doubt. I love the if you want to label it hate, I don't necessarily label it hate, I just label it doubt. Keep doubting this team. Because I tell you what, a lot of these lists that certain Bears uh players were left off of uh this season, next offseason is gonna be a different story. I fully think and I'm committed to this thought. Cole Komet is going to be looked at as one of the best tight ends in the game of football when it's all said and done at the, by the end of this season. Mark my words. Watch what I say. And if they, if the national media still doesn't uh, look at him that way, I bet your Bears fans know what we have in him. I guarantee that. But that's my time for today, guys. Make sure you guys follow the show at Shy Bears Central. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. ChicagoBearsCentral at gmail.com. Last, leave one leave a text message and our voicemail for the show. The number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on. Chi-Town up, but bear down, which book gave us that. So shout out to Book on that one too. Love you guys, man. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. 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 Media.